The leaves turned shades of bright orange, red, and yellow, and the squirrels scurried in short, swift trips up the rough bark of the trees. Their cheeks were stuffed full of acorns and nuts, which they stashed away in a deep, dark, cozy chamber for their winter nourishment. Lizzie and Stephen walked together on a Sunday afternoon along a creek, kicking the brown leaves and bending their heads to the stiff autumn breeze. Lizzie wrapped her sweater tightly around her chilled body, crossing her arms in front of herself to keep warm. I should have worn a scarf, she said, her teeth chattering. Hey, Lizzie, I just had a great thought. Thursday evening, I'm going archery hunting again. Would you like to come along? Stephen asked. Archery? Bow and arrow? I can't shoot a bow and arrow, Lizzie said. No, you don't have to shoot. Just go along and be with me. There's nothing quite like it. Honestly, it is the most exciting, the most intense sport there is. To sit in a tree somewhere, waiting quietly until you hear leaves rustling, or maybe spot a reddish-brown color gliding along through the trees. It's an incredible experience. Your heart starts thumping so hard you feel like your head will burst. There's just an unbelievable amount of excitement in all hunting. But archery is my favorite. That was quite a speech for Stephen. So hunting must be more than a hobby. Closer to an obsession, Lizzie thought. How can it be so thrilling? Actually, all you do is sit in the woods, Lizzie said, still less than enthused. No, that's not true, Lizzie. Come along, and I'll show you. So that was how Lizzie found herself careening across the mountain at breakneck speed in an old white work van, driven by a friend of Stephen's. His name was Ryan Gustin, and he was quite a character, speaking the Pennsylvania Dutch dialect as fast as he drove his rattling old van. Lizzie enjoyed his company, sometimes laughing uncontrollably at his version of a Dutch expression, which served to take her mind off the alarming rate of speed he maintained down the winding road. Stephen seemed quite comfortable in the front seat beside him, so Lizzie decided Ryan must be a competent driver if Stephen was so relaxed. Turning north, they came to a valley between two mountains. Old buildings and beautiful, prosperous farms dotted the scenery, while simple family dwellings sat along the road. The mountains were colored with every brilliant hue imaginable, and Lizzie was content to ride along and enjoy the beauty. She was just starting to become a bit bored and uncomfortable when Stephen yelled for Ryan to stop. This was the place. Ryan stomped on the brakes. As the van shuddered to a stop, Lizzie peered out of the splattered window at a dilapidated old three-story house. Broken shutters hung from single hinges, the porch railing looked as if it had been ripped from its base, and pieces of gray siding lay strewn across the yard. The porch roof gapped where the wind had torn shingles loose. Lizzie shivered, wondering if the house was haunted at night. She knew there was no such thing, but old, unoccupied houses always gave her the blues. The real sad blues. Not that she felt depressed, not the crying blues, just the kind of blues where the sun was hidden behind a dark cloud in her feelings. She didn't really want to get out of the van as she looked a bit timidly at the steep, brush-strewn hillside directly behind the creepy old house. The sloping fields led to dense forest, real mountain woods that suddenly looked quite dark and spooky. Stephen and the driver were already out, 
unloading their archery gear, still talking and laughing and having the time of their lives, as Lizzie pulled her white cotton scarf tighter under her chin. She sniffed nervously, running a hand hastily across her hair to straighten it. She wished she had worn some heavy material around her legs, because her thin woolen knee socks were not going to be heavy enough to wade through the unkempt woods. She remembered the hillside along the ridge in Jefferson County, and the horrible scratches she and her sisters got every day from the long, spiny raspberry bushes that lined the trail. She sniffed, squinting nervously to see if she could locate any brambles, but then sighed, gave up, and sat back against the old plastic seat. Stephen would take care of her, she decided, so she would relax.